May these words of my heart, the meditations of my heart, be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. When thinking about the reading set for this Sunday, the word which soaked into my mind and heart was unity. Two of this week's readings had the opening lines with this theme. How good and pleasant is it when God's people live together in unity. And all the believers were in one, were one in heart and mind. Last week I was down in Otsilahanga and attended church down there, and we had service 404. And I think because this word was sitting in my mind, it struck me as we went through the service how often that theme of unity or the words of unity and being united came through. In some places, it's about the unity within the threeness of God, parent, son, and Holy Spirit. Last week's collect was for you are alive and reign with the Father and unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. And in our affirmation of faith, we say we believe in the Holy Spirit and then who in unity with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified. In the Anglican tradition, this unity is something we believe and perhaps attempt to understand in some fashion. In other places, the unity referred to is that which is conferred on us. We thank you for your love and care and assuring us of your gift of eternal life and uniting us with the company of all faithful people. But the one that percolated in my mind for the last week is from page 149 in the Ministry of the Sacrament, where the priest charges us to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace, to which we respond, we are bound by the love of Christ. This is a call for us to be active in that unity. And I know for myself, I don't think I've ever contemplated exactly what we're being tasked with. So what might unity look like? Unity is not like an alloy of copper and tin to make brass, where each of the components are merged into one and there's no distinguishing of each other, although that is one dictionary definition. So it's not a homogeneity. If a group are all in oneness, there is no room for growth or change. If our Anglican Church in Aotearoa had been so homogenous, we would not have had women priests and bishops. Nor in 1992 would we have had the three tikana or cultural streams, Aotearoa, New Zealand and Polynesia. And a constitution that says, among other things, that it's required to maintain the right of every person to choose any particular cultural expression of the faith. So there's an acknowledgement within our church that there is unity and diversity, that diversity is accepted, is valued, is treasured. One of the things I've appreciated about St George's is the use of Tereo in our regular worship. And the way that it goes through in our attempts to bring some unity in and around the fact we're on the site of Pukehine. One of my favourite images for 
Trinity is found on page 479. On the English page it says, We shall be one in Christ, one in our life together. Which kind of, to me, almost brings up the image of that alloy of copper and tin. In the Māori page, on the facing page to it, it says, Ko te karaiti te pauhirina waka. The pauhirina waka is the pole, post, hirina, tying or hitching, waka, canoe. So what it is saying is that Christ is the hitching post for the canoes. We in our diversity come together in our own diversity, but recognising that our unity comes through the collective anchor point of our faith in Christ. Why is unity so important? Our psalm today talked about how good and pleasant a thing it is when God's people live together in unity. It is like precious oil. And we in the Anglican Church have in recent years seen where that unity has been fractured over the issue of same-sex marriages with blessings. And it's caused a lot of heartache for people who have been Anglican for a large part of their lives. One reason for looking to be more proactive in unity, I'm going to share a Vakatoki. If I take a strand of cotton and if I pull off one strand, I can easily snap that one strand. But if I try to pull apart and snap the strands that are still woven together, I cannot do it. So standing together, so that this originally, Fakatoki originally came from Kinitafia, and what he was saying is that alone we can be broken, standing together we are invincible. So we, as a collective, need to be proactive in developing our unity, not only for the strength of the body, but the strength of each of us within it. We know that having gone through COVID, in the last year and how it's disrupted that sense of community, that some people have felt shut off, cut off, vulnerable. Yet at the same time, for me, one of the lessons out of COVID <coughs> is I've made some new friends. I've met Shirley and Jackie, who I would never have got in touch with because they're eight o'clock this, I'm trying to do you. It's like we hardly ever cross paths. build and keep unity. I want to start with this thought about the Trinity which comes from Brother James Quister from the Society of St. John the Evangelist. When we celebrate the Trinity, we are celebrating not a mathematical imponderability, but a truth about the nature and being of God who is communion and community. We celebrate the truth that as women and men created in the image and likeness of God, we were created for community. And we celebrate that wherever we find communion and community, we find God. 
I am probably like most people and I struggle in that concept of the Trinity through people being one. But what I do gain from it is that they are not homogenous, they each have their role and their part to play, but they are unified in purpose and in heart. And thinking about us as a congregation, how does that, what does that mean for us? Did you notice that half of the word community is the word unity? To me it suggests through spending time communing, we build unity. For some, community is a complete journey as described in the community of Acts. And there are intentional Christian communities in New Zealand. For most of us, how do we develop that sense of unity in community? One way is to spend time with each other, building relationships. And for Māori, the concept of whakawhanaumatanga is so important. It's about finding the common ground. What links us together? What are our commonalities? When you know your commonalities, it becomes easier to move forward, to manifest that unity and the bond of peace. Take a moment to think what you can do to develop those relationships, that community, that unity and the bond of peace. To think what we mean when we say we are bound by the love of Christ and what we can do to strengthen it. Live bound by the love of Christ.